Blog Talk Radio. Like Mussolini and Kennedy. I mean, come on. It's the same in common focal point. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Did WWE have wrestling instead of Promoville? I mean, you tell me, judging by tonight's show, I'd say before I welcome the other awesome, awesome, awesome co-hosts, the accolades need no bound, Lady Lynn. But tonight, ladies and gentlemen, WWE did something they haven't done in quite some time, and that was focus on the wrestling instead of, well, the storytelling, which seems to be apparent all the time, every time. And I, well, made my point to watch some of it, and the other half of it, I, well... I'll discuss with some of y'all later. Um, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. She's back. Not in black, but she's back. Lady Lynn, welcome to the show. Hey, yo, B-Trend. Good to be back. It's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. She had a case of raw-itis, which is we are... It's a new ailment for wrestling fans. We don't know whether to call in sick or watch Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Do we sit through the three-hour snooze fest, or do we spare um, tonight, ourselves I... the torture? Oh, no, no, it wasn't torture tonight. It actually, uh, tonight in Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen, it started out with uh, Elias opening the show. Um, the reason why I say raw right is, because Lady Lynn and myself have been witness to this a thousand times or more um, watching Monday Night Raw. We haven't seen action in quite some time, but tonight we were treated to action, believe it or not. Elias opened the show, but we – I can't believe I'm saying this about Monday Night Raw, but we actually saw action in the first 20 minutes. Whoa, this is like I mean, unheard of. Actual action? I mean, yeah, I don't know if it's to lower the boom because it was cited on reports that Mr. McMahon was being cyber-bullied on Twitter, if you can believe that possible. I mean, the man used to not care about criticism. And anyone who <laughs> does say that you haven't, I mean, honestly, he it, it was reports on ringsidenews.com and I don't care about that idiot Dave Meltzer, but I I do want to just point out, it was cited. This has nothing to do with the approval of stories and how wrestling is approved or whatever by certain fan A and certain fan B. But I did read that Mr. McMahon was cyberbullied by fans on Father's Day. Now, okay, 
I can understand why certain fans would say, please retire. They say that about Randy Orton. They say that about John Cena. But when you have the ball sack to say that about Vince McMahon, Jr., that is, let's, let's be honest. This is the same man that got fed a silver spoon. No. His dad threw him to the wolves, folks. His dad died at a certain age and left Vince Jr. in charge. And he did kind of revolutionize the business, but I'm, you know, I'm not getting off track here. I'm actually off the rails, Mr. Graves. Thank God you did not mention that phrase because I actually, you know, it's funny. Cease and desist goes a long way, fans. Not bragging, but I'm just telling you. That phrase belongs to moi. It was a show created by Brian T. Orlick. I'm going to break kayfabe. Ooh, gasp. Belongs to me. It was copyrighted in 2016. Would you like me to go through this the law books of cease and desist, Mr. Graves? Because if you did mention that phrase, I'm going to laugh my ass off all the way to the bank. And I seldom say that. So, without further ado, yes, there was action, Lady Lynn, tonight. For the first time in, and I can actually say this, months. On Monday Night Raw. Gasp. Holy shit, E-Train. I do not believe what I am hearing, but tell me more. Well, let's see. Uh, They started off with a fatal five-way with The Miz. Actually, they opened up with beating up Elias, which was quite hilarious. Um even though I know Bleacher Report's probably going to give it a C-, minus, I think that I was watching live Monday Night Raw, folks. I wanted to point out that I was tempted to grab forks and jab my eyeballs out of their sockets if I saw one more promo than I should have. Seth was the only one that picked up the microphone and he beat Elias down with a chair after Elias, you know, was going through his normal, I'm going to make fun of uh, the crowd in L.A., and Seth came out with a chair, beat him up, talked on the mic. I didn't even care what happened after that because, surprisingly, you know, they're doing a stupid wild card thing. They didn't mention that, thank God. They didn't mention it one iota tonight. Like I said, I'm not going to sue about that because that's not me. That's WWE and a whole different brand of crazy. So, is the fatal five way to determine who would go on to face Samoa Joe at this stupid pay-per-view called Stomping Ground, which I don't know if they're turning shit around, so I don't know if to call it stupid, but it's stupid anyways. And that's just my humble opinion alongside a bunch of other wrestling fans of the beat. We have to be subjected to it because we're broadcast journalists. All right, folks? So, anyways, there's a fatal five-way between Braun Strowman, The Miz, Cesaro, Lashley, and Ricochet. It was an elimination match. Which Ricochet, the only thing is you need to work on your selling, dude. You're an awesome wrestler, but please work. If you have an injured leg, folks, in the world of professional wrestling, is it to be perfect? Doesn't matter. I don't know. I don't care. We got what we wanted. The young guns go over. You know, Samoa Joe attacked Ricochet after the match. Yes, Braun Strowman got eliminated early in the match because it would just be completely boring between big man Strowman versus... Joe who could choke him out. Just saying. Just saying. I'm not saying that 
Braun Strowman doesn't have a chance, but Samoa Joe is smarter than Braun, let's face it. Um, so my analysis of that thing, you know, with Ricochet and Joe is, boy, this is going to be a great match, NXT versus NXT at Stomping Ground. Seth Rollins didn't kick off Raw, fuck's sakes. No, he didn't. wonder what Bleacher Report's smoking during the stupid review of this. Okay. <laughs> they actually... Okay, so every match is good in A. Wow, it's impressive. So Becky Lynch addresses Lacey Evans. Now this, okay. It Beck Sploder. Okay, so she didn't add the nasty rock bottom. I thought so. Daniel Bryan is speaking Viking Raiders smashed. God damn that stupid name. But you know what? At this point, I'm not about names. I'm about action. And Lady Lynn, let's see here. Daniel Bryan was on Monday Night Raw for the first time in quite some time. Um, oh, wow. The wild card so, actually brought Daniel Bryan back to the Red Brand? I'm shocked. Uh, yeah, big shocker. I, I, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned it because, ladies and gentlemen, she's, I've known her for 17 years. I am so glad I didn't have to hear that coming from the idiot known as Michael Cole. And I say idiot because... Lord have mercy. I think I'd have to go to church again just to be tolerable of that man. Oh, he's the talent scout. He saw potential. He he was the one that don't care. I just care about professional wrestling. You know why? Because kind of is my idea. Okay. Seth Rollins, blah, 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 Viking Raiders. Uh, what the... Randy against Randy and Russ Taylor, so nobodies. So the Viking Raiders defeated. That's so. Why can't you just call them the War Raiders? Is it so hard? Are people gonna get butt hurt about that? Well, they can't because the war. Listen here, PG. The audience. <laughs> the audience is about to evolve, and they're about to change. So if you didn't like what you saw in NXT, oh my god, I can't believe they let them get away with War Raiders. That's because you fucks never watched it. Some of you, not all of you. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, you know, the Kevin and Sammy show. Okay, well, now we're adding more shows. I spoke too soon, because this is when I turned off Monday Night Raw. For fuck's sake, I don't know why. I, I okay. The new day interrupted the proceedings. Go figure, because they have something against Kevin and Sammy. And you know what? For the first time, folks, I give you a hint. It was actually not bad. The new day versus Kevin Owens, Sammy Zayn, and Baron Corbin. Again, what cluster fuck is this? Okay, so this was and a two out of three falls match. Continues. A two, a two out of three falls match. I hope to God it wasn't a 46-minute match because, honestly, I have been through enough independent shows where I wanted to put my head in the toilet because of Iron Man matches and cage matches that lasted an hour or two that did not need to be that long. And Let's see. 1-0. Okay, it's who won the first. Okay, New Day defeated Owens. Okay, so New Day got the victory. I thought Big E was supposed to be hurt, but lo and behold, they need him. They need him badly, folks. Good match. Mm-hmm. I saw some of it. 
Paul Heyman gives a reminder about Lesnar. Who cares? Good promo, I guess, by Heyman. He's never had a bad promo. The Usos versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Haven't seen that one in a while. I haven't seen since that one since 2016. But good job, writing staff. I mean, I good booking, I guess. I don't know. Wow. I could comp- I'm surprised. I'd have to watch the replay on Hulu, um, but I'll be in Lawrence tomorrow. So, uh, ro- frustrated Roman Reigns. Oh, good God. I oh, got a promo, DVD, and it says Reigns rocks McMahon with a spear and send him back to the back with a message from McIntyre. So, finally, Shane gets speared. It's a miracle, folks. The boss's son can take punishment. It finally happened. I think what finally also happened, Lady Lynn, is the fact that multiple podcasts, multiple sources, and also the ratings were at a 2.5, 2.2, whatever. It was low. The ratings were low. And I did my research. The WWE version of Monday Night Raw last week gained them a whopping 2,016,000 viewers. You know, that's below standard ratings for USA Network. I mean, their other shows probably get at least three, three point one, and they're only an hour long, maybe half hour long for some shows. Both of their segments are an hour long, so I guess you know Monday Night Raw did not so bad. Uh, Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss versus the Iconics. For the the Iconics actually defended their tag team championships. They finally, for the love of Christ, it took. Let's see, May, June. Two months for them to defend it against actual opponents. Well, better late than never. (laughs) Better late than never is correct because, uh, you know, AEW is opening in the fall, folks. And I guarantee you all these superstars, you know, trying to find their way to AEW is none of my business, but... If Monday Night Raw is any indication that they're changing, I'm glad because you finally fuck listen to us. No, that has nothing to do with it because podcast. If they listen to every podcast, we'd all be in for a world of hurt of stupid, stupider, and stupidest. I say that nicely because us fans trying to choose the booking. No, it's multiple opinions and. Oh, how do I put this? A shit ton of cyber insults to the old man may have had something to do with tonight's booking. Maybe we need to cyber bully more, not in a bad way, though. <laughs> uh, That's what it takes to get a uh, good show out of the old man. <laughs> and I say keep doing it. Just be careful because he might backlash on us. Uh, we don't need that. Oh, and by the way, i got to give my shout-outs for the fans. I wasn't on Tuesday, Wednesday, super busy, super tired. Uh, but what's up, United Kingdom? What's up, Canada? How are you doing? Uh, well, how's it going? My bad. Um, okay, Latvia, Indonesia, Australia, Tokyo, Japan. What's up, Denmark? Holy shit, we earned more listeners. Um <laughs> I, uh, what's up, Sweden? What's up, Thailand? How are you doing? I, goodness, Greece. What's up, Greece? 
I didn't even know you guys listened to us. Wow. Um, Woo! Okay, apparently not to... Okay, what's up, U.S. of A.? Because I know you guys on Instagram were asking me the question why I didn't do my show two days in a row. Uh, Here's the thing. I have a new job. My ass is tired. I love you guys to death. You guys are the ones listening to us. Anyways, continue on instead of accolading myself. Um, You know, that tree hugger, that no good interfere, Bailey, would you... You prevented history from happening, and now you made Nikki Cross mad. So, you know, there's a show on the back saying, I'm sorry, I could have I could have helped win the tag team championships. And he says, you know, Bailey's exactly as you said. She's a no-for-good, farter, belcher, and tree hugger. That's what, I mean, it's not what she said, but that's what Bailey is, you know. She always has been. I am glad that she is SmackDown Live Women's Champion, don't get me wrong. She's much better choice than Charlotte, thank God. Much, 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 much better choice than the Queen, in my honest opinion. I think that, you know, the advertisements of Rick saying about his daughter being whatever, as you know, Nature Boy is a different story. Rick was legend. His daughter, I don't think there's a silver spoon. I think there's multiple spoons, like silver, silver, and silver. But I could be wrong. Um, he said, you know, he'd probably get heated if he heard this podcast. He probably laughs his ass off saying, who am I? Who am I? He's probably going to woo his way into the bar for 16 more wives. Oops, did I hit below the belt? <laughs> well, I think you probably about nailed it. I mean, come on. The man's had more wives than he has had. Any okay? He's had 16 world titles. You know how many women he's had on the side, and I'm sure he ain't proud of this. Space Mountain is the longest ride, if you catch my drift. <laughs> I respect no, look, folks. I respect Rick. These are just jokes. The old man doesn't really like me, and I can tell you why. It's because. I would explain, and I will explain to you in private on Instagram, sir, but Rick, when I went to Access, he was not the kindest of people, but boy, when the camera's turned on, he sure is, because he owes a lot of people money. You know the saying, you live your gimmick? Rick does. Why, all those limousines and jet rides and everything, yeah, he owes companies money, because that's just Rick for you. Anyways, Alexa Bliss poured on the motivation for Nikki Cross. So I don't know if Nikki's going to help Alexa win the championship, but boy, it'd be nice to see the goddess atop the mountain again. You know, they always do this. If Bailey retains, my ears will be pinned with hooks, from fish hooks, that is, because I think the goddess needs to return to the top. This is just my personal opinion. I think if Bailey loses the championship, it doesn't matter. If she retains it, doesn't matter. They need some form of spice in the women's division to make a successful women's division. And that's just my opinion, okay? Seth Rollins versus Daniel Bryan. Okay. I want to talk about, for the first time, there's a bunch of chaos and a bunch of shit going on. 
for the fans to see. Well, it was a bunch of people there that night. So you're looking at <laughs> the New Day, Seth Rollins, the Usos, the Revival. I mean, Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. They all ran during the match between Daniel Bryan and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins has never beaten Daniel Bryan, which is truth. Well, there is truth to this. And these two do have a history from Ring of Honor and all that good jazz. It does kind of ruin it, not really, if someone, you know, runs down to the ring. I think WWE Raw needed this influx during the main event. And I saw the tail, not the tail end of it, but I saw most of the main event. They just, it did my heart good to see Monday Night Raw at least making an effort. Because if they don't, um, I, I can guarantee you, Lady Lynn, if WWE Raw does not make any kind of effort like they did tonight, we um, there's going to be a lot of repercussions and fans are like, wow, they actually had wrestling. And it's, you know, is this going to maintain? I don't know. I just, like I said, I, I kind of, I'm praying that Stomping Ground is the pay-per-view that proves all of us wrong. Even though it could go either or. So. <laughs> I don't know. At this point, um, my hopes aren't very high. But maybe they could have a chart around. I mean, they gave us a good mania. Maybe they'll give they us a good us, yeah. sub-pay-per-view. Well, I mean, look, for the, like, well, yeah, for once, because Lacey Evans versus the, well, I shouldn't say Lacey Evans, Plank versus the man. It's just, <laughs> to me, okay, dudes, you have Lacey Evans, she's blonde, she's beautiful, she thinks all the other ladies are nasty, and she... Her t-shirt says, we can do it. What a fucking joke. So, in other words, you can be eye candy and you can be the replacement for Sasha Banks. And, yes, this is a shoot because here's the thing, sweetie. If it wasn't for Sasha leaving the company, you would not have a fucking prayer. You would just be one of those nasties in NXT trying to fight for the NXT Women's Championship. Eventually, you probably would have won it. But her kind, and I say her kind of wrestler, because we, you know, can offend people if we say her kind. Her type of wrestling died out a long time ago back in the Attitude Era. When she would have fit in during the era probably was Maurice, Michelle McCool, who actually can work, but uh, Gail Kim, Candice Michelle, Tori Wilson, Stacey Keebler... All of those women, and some of them supposedly paved the way, which is a crock of shit. They paved the way for a lot of boners and masturbation. Sorry, I'm not going to hold back. It's just the honest fucking truth. Those women didn't do anything for the women's division at all. And Tori Wilson's speech, by the way, sounded fucking like Lizzie McGuire at Hall of Fame. I had to say it. Pioneer my ass. Lacey Evans... Oh dear, you're the woman facing the man. 
Whatever shall we do if your butt does not protrude in with your granny panties? Because <laughs> honestly, because honestly, all the women that I've spoken to that I'm friends with that are wrestling fans, they hate her ass. And not just, oh, her gimmick is this, her gimmick is that kind of way. She sets the women's movement back a shit ton. Oh, yeah, because she can bend over and pick up a napkin, and she can put it in her armpits. If you're into that kind of nasty fetish, whatever. (laughs) Does it have anything to do with wrestling? Yes, it does, because honestly, like I said, the only reason why she's in the spot that she's in, and they won't say this out loud on air because they don't want to, you know, decompress their level of professionalism, well... Allow me to elaborate on that one, shall we, folks? There are several things that you don't know about professional wrestling, and one of those is, yes, they do play favorites, and yes, if one of their favorites does not get satisfied or gets what they want, they leave. Or, better yet, they request things for them to say or do that would get them in a better position in the company. John Cena, Randy Orton, anyone? But those two are no longer active as they were before. Well, Randy still is, but John, not so much. He's busy doing Nickelodeon and booing and awing the teen audience on Nickelodeon. (laughs) So, you know, there's several things tonight that I noticed that were good. And in in Los Angeles, especially, you know, the tickets are not selling out. Granted, a friend of mine and I talked spoke earlier uh, tonight about <clears throat> Bray Wyatt coming to Monday Night Raw. They did give a teaser about it, and he wasn't, even though he wasn't on the show, it was a decent, if you will. And I'm going to take a break from the rants and raves, get a bit back into swing of things here with the advertisements. Okay, so if you would like to invest in yourself, all starts with investing, well, in yourself by going to monsterfactory.org. Again, that is monsterfactory.org. Join the world-famous Monster Factory in Paulsboro, New Jersey. Make your dreams of becoming a professional wrestler by investing in yourself joining in a school with a down payment of $500 and $2,500 for tuition. For more questions, email worldfamousmonsterfactory at monsterfactorytv at gmail.com. That's monsterfactorytv at gmail.com. For further information or inquiries about tuition cost, you can look at the phone number located on the website on monsterfactory.org. Again, that is monsterfactory.org. Any cage will be open for seminars and bookings for said seminars, so contact him directly on the website through email. The man is super busy. He has helped people like Matt Riddle and several others, Punishment Martinez. The list goes on and on, folks. Um, Forgotten Son, Steve Cutler. And if you like any more information on how many people he's actually helped to get to a main event or MPJW or AEW, just be sure you ask Danny, you know, how did you uh, 
help these famous wrestlers you know get to be famous it all starts by going to the world famous monster factory i went to two camps and i was hooked i am not a student um and i figured out that pro wrestling was not my calling so anyhow if you would like to go to the trouble of going through wwe network by all means lady lynn would you like to tell fans how they can subscribe to the network well, yes, me train, I would. If you want to subscribe to the WWE Network, get access to thousands of content, both original, exclusive, in-ring pay-per-views, WCW, ECW, all of the above. You can do so by signing up with a credit card at WWE Network. Signing up with a credit card at WWE.com. Sign up for an account. It's free for your first month. But if you're like me, if you're like Lady Lynn and you don't have a credit card, no problem. Pick up a WWE Network card. It's following retailers, your local CVS Pharmacy, Walmart, Walgreens, Best Buy, GameStop, 7-Eleven, Dollar General, Family Dollar, wherever gift cards are sold. Pick one up for three months of WWE Network for $29.99. So, folks, by the way, your first month is free, so you get access to Stomping Ground if you didn't catch WrestleMania all the way through and you bummed off your stupid friend's network because their network speed was slow and now you finally have your own apartment and you want to watch both AEW and WWE Network. I'd see how I threw that in there. WWE Network is for free. I don't know about AEW, but I know that I'm going to be discussing them because they are a premier new wrestling company. And by the way, you know, I just I just want to touch base since I had the last 30 minutes on here. And it's good to have Lady Lynn back. But I am going to start touching base on my show, which is copyrighted. Since the establishment of 2016, the official date of Off the Rails Uncensored was beginning, actually, yeah, in 2016, I believe, in October, the very, actually, is the second episode, so it was christened as Tracks of Life, and then it was rechristened as Off the Rails Uncensored. It was established with a $45 copyright, so every time that this trademark is played, keep in mind, Mr. Craves, you will owe money if you use that phrase, and I am not relinquishing my status or my stance on this. So, you have lawyers, I have lawyers. I'm not going to play this game of ring-around lawsuit, if you will. Understand? Thank you. Because I know you guys listen to different various podcasts and mine happens to be one of those we just get a kick out of because you think it's funny well I'm about to touch base on not only this you know I'm not going to touch base on one person because that's a waste of time I have other fish I have to fucking fry so ladies and gentlemen buckle up your seatbelts if you have small children put headphones over their ears earplugs earmuffs whatever it takes to bleep out my f-bombs that I will so ceremoniously drop And also if they repeat this To their summer school teachers They are a bunch of douche canoe morons Got it 
All right, monkeys in the truck. Hit my fucking music. Because it's about to be off the rails. Uncensored. Take it. sold out their event in 15 minutes flat. That's I got I I realize that I'm supposed to be positive about WWE but you know folks um, I I just want to say it's amazing to me that it took this amount of time after WrestleMania 35 to give us a show. You know, I'm satisfied. I am completely satisfied with wrestling getting good again. Do you know why? It's because we've seen this dance before, you and I, and Granny Holkster and Kurt, you know, Kurt Gannon, and various other wrestlers that have seen this. Battle of the Ratings. And I'm just like, you know, Lady Lynn, I'm excited. I'm happy that all of this hoopla is happening because, for flying fuck's sakes, it took a while. It took WWE a while to get to this point. And I mean, by this point, there are people that stuck within the trenches because they know what's at stake. They know that they're... And they know what's on the line. They know that they have to adhere to what fans are saying some of the time, not always, to get ratings back. Because if they don't, uh, they're going to be sticks in the mud. And... I don't think they want to be... Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. I don't think they want to be labeled as the the company that didn't change their methods, change their mode of operation, because if they don't... If they don't, Lady Lynn... Okay... I can just tell you, you lose about a million more viewers or 300,000 viewers, whatever the rate goes by hour, okay? You had... Let's see here. I'm reading notes right now. They actually gained back 200,000 viewers, which isn't much. I think they they base it off of Hulu. Makes sense. So, let's see here. Don't mind that cloud. I just knocked over an empty can. 
It's okay. I was doing the same thing during some of Monday Night Raw. Like, it's gotten better. Hang on one second. Okay, I'm just reading this question. It says, you float back and forth from AEW to WWE quite a bit. Which one would you choose? And that's an easy one. Uh, I would choose to watch both, but like I said, I'm one of those that if I see wrestling and it's, you know, competing against one another, I'm intrigued. I don't want to pick sides, but let's see. I've been saying how AEW I've been saying how AEW's been Let's see. I've been saying how they're the top of the mountain, top of the food chain because Basically, if I'm going to tell it like it is, folks, if they sold out an event in 15 minutes, WWE has a lot of ground to cover. (laughs) Better step up your game, WWE. And by step up your game, like Lady Lynn says, we don't mean have a good show for a week and then crap shows two weeks. We know that some people are insistent upon their style of booking. Um, Most people point the finger at Vince. It's not necessarily his fault. We don't care. So if you can just give us good shows and prove to us fans that you are here to compete against AEW and Cody Rhodes and Chris Jericho and Tony Khan and all them, great. But for now, let's see. Kenny Omega versus Johnny Moxley. I would not... If I'd be lying if I said we had been wanting to see this for years, because we have been wanting to see this for years. Both have been through Japan. Okay, Most wrestlers have been through Japan, and they... Let's see here... Ah, where's my notes? Ah, here we are. Seth Rollins, Shinsuke Nakamura, Moxley, or Ambrose, whatever you call, you know, goes Moxley. You got Hangman Page versus Jericho for the inaugural AEW Championship. And you know, folks, they're not going to disappoint. Um, The last match, you know, that you saw, okay, Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes versus the Young Bucks. This is the biggest question. Do you think Cody is going to turn on his brother? I don't know, but again, dude, I I don't make the bookings. I just I don't you know predict the future. Um, okay. 
So what you're saying is you would much rather stick to WWE because you haven't seen anything AEW, dude. It's all over Facebook. Um, and not just Facebook. They have they had a really cool idea and a concept, if you will, about a battle royal. Um, the Aces were one group. The Jacks were one group. The Kings, the Queens. And then, of course, the Joker was the last entrant. Well, the last entrant for AEW's uh, battle royal was Moxley. Actually, yeah. Right? Whatever. So Jericho had his match with Omega. Crowd went absolutely batshit crazy when Moxley came out of the crowd. See, what are you doing here? Jericho says to him. Jericho turns around and gets, you know, Moxley treatment or whatever he calls it. I don't know if he calls it dirty deeds. But I think that those are the rights to WWE. But um, I, I can tell you, folks, the electricity that AEW is producing. With each show that they've done so far Is one reason why Lady Lynn and myself are saying Step up your game WWE Or else You're going to be facing the tail end Of embarrassment Because if you don't If you don't put forth your best foot forward And best product I know you can We have seen you do it before But this time Um just out of pure respect, could you please let Vince McMahon just slowly but surely just disappear? Because a lot of us fans are not too confident in his ability uh, anymore to judge the fans. Yeah. AEW is going to be leaving WWE in the dust if they don't pick up their shit and get their act together and start giving us good shows again. That way, okay, you want to give us a product? Here's the thought. You need somebody that will lead the charge. You don't have Omega. You don't have Rhodes. You don't... WWE doesn't have, but they do have. And by they do have... Wow, I haven't seen this match in a while. You know, the Luke Callows and Carl Anderson versus the Usos. I haven't seen that match in three years. Back when the Usos had face Gosh. paint. I'm not trying to... Yeah, well, I'm not trying to meet... Go ahead. No, that was all I had to say was, good gosh. Uh, yeah, it, it's just... Ooh, okay. Stomping Ground just picked up pace because they realized... So, it picked up pace, folks. I mean, picked up pace. This was the take-home Monday Night Raw before Stomping Ground. But I had even forgotten that that was a thing because... I normally don't care for some pay-per-view. Why do I say this? Like, okay, Extreme Rules... I know that pay-per-view is coming soon. For the love of Christ, get extreme. Do not pussy out and only do chairs matches or ladder matches. Uh, Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's called Extreme Rules for a reason because it's supposed to be 
extreme, anything goes. Can we bring out, you know, the kendo sticks? Can we bring out barbed wire bats? Can we bring out the chains? Um, you know, can we not basically turn it into a TLC clone? Yeah, I, I don't want... Oh, yeah, TLC, speaking of which. I know he probably is going to say nothing about his match with Seth Rollins. If he's out of the company, it doesn't mean anything, but I will mention that. He didn't give the fans a match that would complement uh, his name Ambrose at the time, but good God, man, there wasn't no... I just a regular match. It didn't even make sense because he wins and then he's still nothing with him as the Intercontinental Champion by nothing. His title reign was kind of like, man, okay, I got the strap, whatever. And we're all tying this in by saying the following: if you don't give the fans what they want, they're gonna, you know, continue to lose viewers. They're gonna continue to lose sales. So, now their merch is fine, dude. It's not their merch. It's just... Okay. No. It has nothing to do with their merch sales, dude. Their merch sales are completely fine. It's their ratings on USA Network that are suffering because of the uncontinued stories or the discontinued stories, the stories that make fans go, why? We get the fact that Brock Lesnar is part of the reason, but also part of the reason is because who can sit there for three hours? Three. But I'll tell you what, I was able to sit through it tonight, some of it, and okay, I, uh, I was surprised that they gave us action instead of who are we 30, 42 minutes of promo. I think, thank the Lord, the, the cyberbullying was part of the, the repertoire because fans, thank you. You pushed the old man to the brink, and I don't know if that had anything to do with the quality of the show tonight, but keep doing whatever it is that we're doing and maybe in unison we can get Vince McMahon away you know like the bride that we don't want to deal with anymore the daughter that we not trying to be mean here dads but get rid of the daughter that's been mooching off of you and your wife it's kind of like that you know the yay I don't have to pay an extra $200 a month because my daughter's a mooch type thing he is part of the reason why, yes. And some of the writers, mm-hmm. and during Main Event, I noticed an article about Dana Brooke uh, taking a flying knee from Sarah Logan. Uh, and she, well, she didn't gig, but I mean, she broke her nose. Aww. That's just, I don't know. 
there's some levels of okay, well AEW had gigging, you know, when Dustin and Cody gigged, and it's like holy shit. I haven't seen that in a while, and in wrestling, you're taught in certain wrestling schools we don't teach how to gig, we don't teach how to do hardcore matches. That's fine because you teach them the basics, how to bump, how to run ropes. How to promo, how to carry a promo, how to do different things, and you keep constantly evolving your company. How you know accordingly, your wrestling school to that company that you're getting your students into. But the point is, let me get back on track, shall we? WWE did a much better job tonight than they had in four weeks because Raws prior to that were, I can talk, so can I. I can talk, so can I. (laughs) And the Monday, you know, it's like Monday Night Raw was like, can I pass the microphone? No, I want the microphone. (laughs) You know, it's like, if you ask me, I yeah, it's... (laughs) Like, get out of here with that mess. Yeah, right. Jeez. You'd have an easier time convincing two three-year-olds to share the last cookie. Although three-year-olds are picky, it's about who got the phone or the iPad or the tablet last. Oh, yeah, this is true. Well, I mean, like, I think let me see here. We're reading all these questions here, and that's why there's the uh... oh, goodness. Okay, so which question should I answer first? Since a lot of the UK fans are wondering, what am I... Okay, yes, I love NXT UK and what they're doing, by the way. NXT is the saving grace of WWE. I was just about to get to that. How? How is it the saving grace? Okay. Um, For starters, they don't start off with promos unless there's a need for it. They... Normally, okay, let's say Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano, for example. You want... You want my honest opinion on NXT versus NXT UK? Wow, NXT UK implemented Alexander Wolf, who now joins Walter. Fabian Eichner and Marcel Bartel. I'm very happy that that's going on because NXT UK, some say they just can't get to that story. I'm just like, well, I believe there's good and bad in NXT UK. Like, okay, Jenny and Jazzy Gabbard, that's basically Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, except for Jazzy Gabbert looks like Bridget Nielsen mixed in with Luna Vachon. Uh, Jenny 
she's a, Jenny's a bit skinny, but she does she does have a powerful nature about her words of persuasion, if you will. Nina Samuels is Jenny 2.0, gimmick-wise. Isla Dawn, not so sure what to make of the uh, Irish curse maker, Irish witch, whatever. Um, Zaya Brookside is fairly impressive for a 19-year-old. Um, Pete Dunn, of course, British Strong Style, Pete Dunn, Trent Seven, Tyler Bate. So, who knows? Okay. Oh, you want Noem Dar? Noem Dar does much better in NXT UK than he does 205 Live. That's just my opinion. Um, check out her, I believe. If he's a part of NXT UK, that's going to be awesome. Oh, and if I might say so myself, I'm glad that Walter is champion because it kind of gave a variety. If you will, oh, and speaking of champions in NXT UK, Tony Storm defends her championship against uh, Nina Samuels. It says it's giving her 15 minutes of fame. I don't know, champ. You might not want to take that lightly. And Lady See, Lynn, I don't know if you know this. Go ahead, hon. Go ahead. So, Sorry. <clears throat> that's the thing I was going to say that makes NXT, you know, the saving grace that keeps you guessing. You never know what's going to happen. You never know what's going to, who's going to be champion when the titles are going to switch. It, it's unpredictable. It keeps you guessing. Um, and the beautiful thing about that, folks, I saw Walter Pete Dunn won in Brooklyn. Wow, you know, what a crescendo. The crowd was kind of bored, you know, like at Yankees games when they're not winning uh, or when we are winning. We were bored when we were looking at our phones. But, um, you know, and the other thing is Lady Lynn, and she doesn't agree with me, she has a twin in professional wrestling, Piper Niven. You look at Lady Lynn's pictures, man. You look at Piper Niven. Those two are very similar looking. Kind of, you know, very hard to tell the difference when uh, Piper Niven's on screen. <laughs> you flatter me too much, B-Train. <laughs> well, I mean, it is true. Okay, I can see some of the similarities. Not all. They're not all there. She's not completely an identical twin. Kind of, sort of, folks. I mean, if I was to put Piper Niven next to Lady Lynn, you might, the only way you tell the difference is one is wearing street clothes and the other one is a wrestler. Just (laughs) saying. I mean, Granny Hulkster, let's see who Granny looks like. I don't know. Granny Holster looks like, you know, uh, she's an evil manager in disguise. And I say evil because she hates being described as villain. But we all know it's Granny Villain, not Granny Holster. <laughs> I can't really speak for that because I've never actually seen what she looks like. Uh, she's a very sweet lady. She wears glasses and... She wears the wrong colors all the time, silver or red and gold. Yeah. 
she should be wearing silver and black, although she's, you know, fan, she's straight up in denial. I know that she is a part of Arkansas Chapter Raider Nation, and we love Yankees. And I know that for a fact, she is the president of the I'm number one Alexa Bliss fan club. Is true. Is very, very true. <laughs> Holy crap on a cracker, folks. So we've got three minutes left. I might as well end it. We're saying, you know, if, if WWE doesn't shape up and keep doing the things that they're doing right now, which is, you know, a decent show tonight, make it an even better show next week. Because that's all we ask as fans. We don't ask much. Although some of us do, and they're pretentious jackasses. Uh, guys, please do not overly complain because we may get a shitty promoville next week. We may not. We don't know. It's WWE. So you never know what you can expect. And anything, the old adage goes anything can happen in the world of sports and entertainment because they can't say anything can happen in World Wrestling Federation. I would love to say that, but. They will get sued by the World Life, uh, you know, or Wildlife Foundation because it's stupid. Anyways, if you didn't like what good old Brian Rails had to say, then I got three choice words for you. Forget about it. And Lady Lynn? And if you don't like what Lady Lynn had to say, well, call me what you will, but don't call this lady crazy. So, I've seen what happens, folks. Please do not. Alright, that does it for tonight, toodles bitches. I gotta sleep, gotta get up for work in the morning. Dig it. Personality, the cultural personality.